Hello and welcome to part two of episode one of the Rabbit Hole Show. Welcome back, y'all. We are here today to finish what we started in episode one, part one. We were talking with Charles about his childhood and some of his childhood experiences, where he comes from, and then where we ended in part one. We were talking about your grandfather and him passing. Was it seventh grade? Yes, seventh grade. That was kind of the root or the source of kind of a lot of the ways that you learned how to deal with or cope with kind of the root of a lot of the masks that you would use to handle stressful situations. So we're here in part two of episode one to kind of finish that tale and kind of just finish what we started here. Yes, yeah, so great recap and a segue into part two of episode one, discussing childhood, my childhood, some experiences and coping mechanisms and just masks that I wore. Thought it'd be best to start with my childhood, a little intro of that and kind of go throughout my entire life from start to where I'm at now. So seventh grade, I had transferred or switched from public school to private school, transferred to Covenant Day. But when my grandfather died and going to a new school, him and I were very close. I remember he always helped me with my boxwood derby cars that we did in RAs at church, Carmel Baptist Church, where I grew up. So I just had a lot of special memories and starting a new school. That was tough. Your grandfather's death was the first kind of chink in your armor. You're, you're good at school. You're at, you know, yeah. you like that school that you went to. You end up, you have a lot of... From Covenant Day, yeah. Yes, um, but it was academically, it was a lot more challenging than public school, yeah. in my opinion. But I was good at sports, so I used that as a mass reason why I wasn't good at school. You're like, at least you're good and at And I would play into, oh yeah, I'm not smart. Just a lot of self, negative self-talk, which over time you start to believe that. So that was a mass that probably was one of my first masks. And I don't, and I didn't want to show emotions, show people that I was hurting or weak. Now I've realized after all I've been through, uh, the different places I've been, therapy, therapist I've talked to. I mean, I just need to open up. The value of vulnerability. Yeah, the value of vulnerability. And that was something I struggled with because of my pride. I didn't want to be seen as a weak kind of man. I wanted to be seen as someone who can take care of themselves. You're not going to push around. I'm good at sports, so don't try and one-up me. Because as life went on, a lot more things had happened. And I just kept stuffing and bottling my emotions to where you just blow up. And unfortunately, that happened more than one time. People have said, and I didn't believe at the time, it always gets worse and I didn't believe that until reality kind of woke me up God woke me up and said this is the life you can live or you can get it together and kind of live the way I've intended and you were raised okay. so but something I wish I would have done is actually applied myself instead of being lazy and uh, coasting through because I had ADHD and it was a struggle and I always had to study harder and longer I felt than most people and still would not get a good grade on the test and it was just frustrating and I wasn't on medicine in high school and Same it was here. just very frustrating and to not be able to focus and not excel. Like I just couldn't retain information, but it was, I had so many rabbit hole moments and I would just venture off while studying or in class and not, you know, or be tired and yeah. All symptoms of ADD. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it again goes back to nutrition, um, sleep and just stimulating your mind and being able to release endorphins, just being outside. Uh, there's a lot of ways, but what's been the biggest thing that's helped you with handling your ADD like non-medication wise or any like aside from all that like what do you be like oh I'm feeling super random super ADD like what do you what's one thing for me one yeah. thing is just trying to use that energy in a positive way like going to the gym or like we went golfing <clears throat> going golfing or starting a podcast but also they're not taking on too many things to overwhelm yourself because I know for me when I start something I like to do it to my best of the ability and sometimes that becomes 
is a little perfectionism and it takes away from what I had originally intended. Then it becomes, it's not fun anymore. I'm not, you know, so I lose interest. So mm. that's a struggle. But being outside a lot for me has helped playing basketball and golf. And just for me, I need at least eight hours of sleep. You for me, it. I need it or I'm not going to be able to function and I'll be grumpy. And, and you're not a big coffee guy. No, because I get hot very easily. So I do like the cold coffee drinks, but I'm not a big coffee drinker yeah. to each their own. <laughs> you do you. Hey. So being at a new school was tough, but it being a smaller school and classroom sizes were smaller, it made it easier to deal with his death during school because I had comfort yeah. around me. Yeah. Yeah. The endorphin, the rush, making new friends, all that stuff. That makes sense. Well, that and just, it was easier to get to know them mm. prior to his death. So I friend. had, yeah. yeah. And so I had people, friends that I had met that could help you through it. Exactly. <clears throat> so you go through that, like, when do you say you're in high school that you start either seeing consequences of some of the stuff that you're like the masks or the coping mechanisms that you're using or where do you see it starting you starting to realize like oh no I don't think I'm not dealing with this properly but I mean because you know how it goes you can recognize it but then also you're like I don't like you don't know what to do with it um junior year it's when school started I mean it was always hard for me in high school but the ADD I wasn't able to coast through per se and got in trouble for cheating plagiarism and I didn't think it was a big deal um because it wasn't an actual paper and I was in the hospital having my first ankle reconstruction and like, and I turned in the wrong paper because we watched a movie and had to answer questions and I missed half the movie. Now looking back yes I should have watched the rest of the movie in the hospital or yeah, talked yeah, yeah. to my teacher instead of asking another peer for his questions and copying them and me being careless I turned in his paper in the, on the server that's how we turned in classwork and stuff and got caught out of class got a zero on that which really affected my grade and my dad made me wait a year to get my driver's license so I mean I guess that was the first time I had suffered consequences (laughs) and then moving into college because I had started drinking and like most high schoolers do and yeah high school you're going to party yada yada yeah and it was fun and kind of used that as an escape the weekends and going to college I went to Gardner Webb to play basketball but was injured because of my ankle and didn't play had fun being away from home but it was a suitcase school and they even advertised it that way but it was a great academic school um but there just wasn't much going on there so you needed the social aspect of it yeah and i just wanted a college experience and i for me i wasn't going to get that at gardner webb life would have been different if i would have stayed there but i didn't met a lot of great friends and close friends still to this day at app state but it was not easy you went from gardner webb to app state correct so i mean it was not easy that first semester i didn't know many people but I loved app, had a good experience, graduated from there with a BS, and it was tough because school was hard for me. I was away from home, could do whatever I wanted, and also there was other things that I was dealing with, but I would say my senior year is when something traumatic happened that I dealt with in a negative way, and that's something we can talk about later on, but I became a different person because I didn't know how to cope with that, and that's kind of where my life kind of did a 180. Um, So we'll take a break for now and then come back and talk more right part two of episode one of the rabbit hole show and where we left off before we took our break charles was just talking about some of his college experiences at app how he kind of made it through there and had some experiences that kind of changed his perspective and the way he treated and lived life is there anything you want to say you know about the remaining time of college kind of the transition out or um yeah in college i was a funny outgoing guy 
um, but struggled with school and that gave me a lot of anxiety. I always have had anxiety because of school and it stressed me out and just never felt like I was enough. Being from Myers Park in Charlotte, North Carolina, felt like everyone had it together and life just seemed easy. And for me, it was just struggle after struggle, I felt like, till I realized that I haven't been using my full potential and how I need to make life best for me and how am I going to do that? Well, I know I need sleep, need to eat healthy, stimulate my mind, be around like-minded people, um, work out, and I wasn't doing that in college. I was just there to have fun and kind of escape. And taking it for granted a little bit. Definitely taking it for granted. There's a lot more I could have done in my time at Gardner-Webb and at App. Another big thing is I never wanted to have a girlfriend in college. I was scared I wasn't going to be enough for her, that I would fail the relationship. Um, just a lot of negative self-talk. Up until recently, I'm 30 years old, April 2nd of 91. It's April Fool's by day. Yep, no, 37 minutes, but technically a day, yes. <laughs> rabbit, rabbit hole moment. Yeah, so I just was this funny, charismatic guy who wasn't perceived to be smart, or that's how I thought people viewed me, and so I believed it. When, and leaned into it. And leaned into it, and made fun of myself even, and didn't believe I could become someone worthy. That worthy. Yeah, a lot of self-esteem issues and trust issues, and just because of a lot of events that have happened, a lot of deaths, I just felt like everyone was going to leave me. Uh, you know, I've lost a lot of friends over the last 10 years, and that's my fault. And I've reached out, you know, to make amends, but... I can only I can only do what I can do for myself, and I know my intentions are true. Um, in the past, they haven't always been. I'm not saying I believed that I was doing them with those intentions, but looking back, the way I was behaving, you see it. Yeah, definitely. And pride's been an issue of mine over the years, and I finally have been able to work on that and it's okay it's okay to it's okay to admit when you're wrong and to listen to be able to learn rather than talk and that's something i've really had to work on is just listening and since i do like to talk why not do a podcast um at least it'll be record and hopefully someone will listen to it and it can help someone that's all i want to do if so, anything this is your record of your life here exactly out on the internet forever exactly and aliens i won't look at it you know if they're we real talk, but, is that a topic no definitely okay. not no aliens no um rabbit hole yeah um but life is too short and it's too precious to not live life to the fullest because you never know when your life can change. And that's happened to me several times. And the God I believe in has been with me every step of the way, even when I didn't think anybody was with me. There have been very dark days, but I'm happy. I'm here and I want to share my story. So again, um, we can discuss it. more of mask and childhood, childhood and teenage years. Um, please feel feedback um, and I also want to mention again the body keeps the score brain mind and body and the healing of trauma and everyone's trauma is different y'all it doesn't have to be something that is on the 11 o'clock news it's like Jesus said and I'll cut this out but like for ex like a primer like Jesus said a sin 
What's, there's, what's the difference between thinking about murder and doing a murder? He says it's the same. It's still the same sin, but he covers that blood there. So can that same concept be applied to trauma? Where it's like, yes, there's varying degrees of it. Yes, murder technique, like you actually killed a person. Mm-hmm. But he's talking about like this, the, the spirituality piece of it. But like, okay, just because your trauma is differently and not necessarily on the same level, like there's differences between like domestic violence and the things that like I've been through and you know my story yeah. versus your story. <clears throat> and like, but that doesn't mean that the trauma or the same emotions or feelings aren't experienced. Correct. Kind of speaking into that. Yeah, and that's that's a great <clears throat> kind of summary of this book. Everyone's trauma is different, but we all deal with it because there's stages of grief, and that's another topic we can talk about. Um, and your body does keep the score, whether it's physical, emotional, mental. You carry it. Your your past is with you, and it's something that you can't escape, erase. It's there. It's and, a memory. It's recorded in your brain. Yes. In your body, however. I mean, you and my injury. And my body has several scars, battle wounds, physically. You know, I have severe arthritis in my right wrist. Eventually, I have to have surgery on that again. But all my body scars aches all the memories experiences emotional mental things i've been through i mean yeah they weighed me down for a while and and some of you have seen me break down it's very rare but i'm not dwelling on the past i'm able to reflect on the past and i want to share that share my life experiences with all my listeners and this community i want to make so please i want you know casey to share his story i want others to share their story and use this as a platform for people to have a voice. I always felt alone. We're still going to make mistakes, but if you get up the next day and you keep moving on and you learn from that mistake and don't repeat it, life goes on and you're going to be fine. I can promise you that from my life experiences. So many people are misunderstood. Yes, because people want to seem like they have it together and they're scared to open up, or at least I did. And I can speak for some people who I know closely, they would agree. But yeah, I want this. I'm just using this to share my story, life experiences, and tips and things I've learned from the different treatment centers, hospitals, places I've been, people I've met, just a lot of stories I have that I want to share and be able to reach people and help people and yeah. Get it out there. Spread and just the get it out there. So again, The Body Keeps the Score by Bessel van der Kolk. And I did tag this book and uh, the author on Instagram at the underscore rabbit underscore hole underscore show on Instagram. So go check out this book. It's a great book. It talks about everything you can imagine. Um, yeah, it, so this book talks about the rediscovery of trauma. You have lessons from Vietnam, veterans, revolutions in understanding mind and brain, even neuroscience looking into the brain this is your brain on trauma and the effects you know fight flight or freeze and how you deal with from childhood trauma from abuse relationships this book is a good book for all ages people no matter where and what stage of life you're in if you can read you could read this book and it's 
it definitely has helped me. I can't remember. I think I got this at the ranch in Tennessee. Definitely go check this book out and let me know what you think of it. Guys, uh, look forward to all the feedback. I want to make this, uh, again, a place where you can be open and feel safe and just my life and the struggles I've had and just use this as a platform to reach others who are in need and struggling. Because at some point in our life, I believe... I just want perspective from someone else. Correct. You know, listen to someone else's life story. Yeah. I'm just talking about it. And I want to, and I'll release certain events that have happened as time goes on, but definitely want to have feedback and questions. So, so y'all, as we come to a close of part two of episode one, just want to thank y'all for our listeners. Please spread the word. Go and check us out on Instagram and that the underscore rabbit underscore whole underscore show we've never done podcasts before but i want my voice and story to be heard or shoot us a message on there let us know y'all's thought feedback changes so thank you all again and look forward to episode two uh coming out soon so stay tuned and thank you have a great one